0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. It's California Kitchens and this is my Gemini life. Thanks for checking out my channel. I am so sorry. It's been so long. It's been a hot minute since I was on here. Um, just have had a lot going on and finally at a point where I can take a breather and focus in on some cool stuff. So today I want to talk to you, um, well, An interesting thing happened. So a couple of years ago, um, and literally like two years ago, my son gave me a fire stick for Christmas or my birthday, something like that, because I was complaining about the cost of cable and la, la, la. And the only reason why I have HBO is because Game of Thrones. So once April comes and Game of Thrones is over, I'm going to be getting rid of HBO and probably cable altogether and just have my Internet because i finally took the time a few months ago to install the fire stick and start using that so i've got oodles of things i can watch on youtube of course oodles of things i can watch on netflix i i did go ahead and subscribe to netflix so <clears throat> certainly enough to keep me occupied so anyway um i've heard so much about these hallmark christmas shows and it's the end of january, and i'm I'm getting caught up on these hallmark shows and 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 I think what I'd like to call them is just shmarmy holiday romances and um i don't I don't know that I'm really addicted to them or obsessed with them. they're just so predictable, so I wanna talk a little bit to you today. And for those of you who who watch these programs, you can totally relate. And and maybe that's maybe that's what the good thing is about these is that, you know, there's at the end, all the characters aren't going to be dead or slain. It's not gory. There's not going to be any profanity. Um, And uh, maybe that's what's so appealing about them is because they are predictable And like you can just have that on and be doing a million other things around your house. And it's almost like just having company (laughs) because it's so familiar. Because what's going to happen, the main character is either going to be a writer or a single dad with a child that needs a mom or a single mom that meets a guy that will make a great dad. Or someone who had a terrible experience around Christmas time and is now scrooge in. <clears throat> there will always be hot chocolate. I have no idea how these people can consume such copious amounts of hot cocoa. They have turned hot cocoa into its own meme. Um, so, you know, these shows will take, take place in a vineyard or a Christmas tree farm Or you have to decide whether you're selling the vineyard that was left to you or you're selling the Christmas tree farm that was in your family for hundreds of years. Or you're going to sell one because you're operating the other or you have to sell them both or you're about to lose the farm. Um, But it's like almost every single program is the same way. And, you know, they try to incorporate the good and the evil because there's always one person who is the antagonist and, um, you know, how everyone eventually rallies around together and turns that person around or runs them off and everyone lives happily ever after. So maybe that's the appealing thing about it is that everyone lives happily ever after. But but let, let's break it down further. So let's talk about some elements in the shmarmy holiday romance movies. Okay. So you got Christmas trees, either automatically have Christmas trees, or you have The absence of Christmas trees and the focus on getting the Christmas tree. Because if the person doesn't have one, people are going to go out of their way to make sure that this person gets a Christmas tree. And sometimes when you go to the Christmas tree farm or the Christmas tree lot, they're not real Christmas trees. Like they're not live trees. And it's totally obvious that they're not live trees. And you know for production value you think that they could have gone a little bit further and if you're going to use an artificial tree in an outdoor fake ass Christmas tree lot at least kind of fluff the branches so it looks a little bit more realistic because like you can have a very sparse live tree and it was going to look much different than a sparse artificial tree that just hasn't been fluffed and some of it's totally laughable. Anyway that's one thing. Or if they're at a live Christmas tree farm and they wind up getting a live tree the tree never looks the same from the lot to the vehicle to being carted into the house to being in the house and then being decorated in the house. So multiple trees are being used and perhaps no live tree was harmed in the production of any of these movies but the editing, they, they could try a little bit harder. I mean, who am I? I mean, I'm not a friggin' movie producer. Who am I to say? But that's what I'm here for. I'm just going to, that's what we're here for. We're critiquing these schmarmy romantic Christmas holiday movies. So kind of laughable. And um. yeah, because it totally looks like a live tree when it's on top of the vehicle. But then when they're carrying it into the house or actually get it into the house, it looks like a fake tree. Not only that they put like fake snow on the people's shoes or on the tree itself. No one is ever going to come into their home with snow completely laden on their shoes and boots. No one's going to do that. I don't care. Maybe in Alaska, but I doubt it. And also with the live Christmas tree or the fake, whatever it is, they bring the tree in, And the guy's like just the guy, usually it's the man, just sets it down on the floor and it's like, okay, I'll take care of this. And the tree miraculously stands up without a Christmas tree stand, without any extra fan dangling at the bottom of the Christmas tree, which that was always a big thing when I was growing up. And my dad, you know, we'd go to the Christmas tree lot and it would be snowing. Actually, those were magical times. I remember going, my dad and my mom, and they weren't arguing. And my brother, who's my Irish twin, he's 13 months older than I, it was the thing we would go and get the tree. And, of course, my dad, you know, totally most capable feeling safe around a man ever, ever. My dad was just awesome. So there were never any doubts when it came to him getting a tree or whatever. But if it was snowing out and that tree got put on the top of the car, it sat out by the porch for several days. Um, He would unwrap it and he said it had to breathe and, you know, you wanted the branches to come down. And he cut off the bottom a little bit more before it went in the tree stand so that it would absorb the water because the first thing that happens when you cut the Christmas tree, the sap comes out and the bottom of the tree seals itself up so it can't get, it can't get the water. So it has to be cut off at the bottom like just before you put it in the tree stand with water or else it's going, the sap is going to, you know, seep out and seal itself and your tree will dry out faster. In case you didn't know this, now you know. At least that's what my dad always did, and that was the logic behind it, and I believe that he knew what he was doing. Anyway, so that, that, that that's one of the critiques, you know, the trees, artificial, not artificial, what they look like when they get in the house, and the traipsing of the snow. So that's an element in almost every single of these shmarmy Christmas shows. And then you have, um, again, the hot cocoa, the copious amounts of hot cocoa. And the hot cocoa making contest because uh, apparently there's more than one way to make Swiss Miss in your Keurig. So uh, I actually um, got affected because I've been watching so many of these freaking programs this last weekend on Sunday. I'm like, damn, it's cold out. I need some hot cocoa. And I did happen to have some Swiss Miss Keurig pods. Now how I made mine was I put a little bit of creamer in the bottom of the cup. I let the 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 pod run through and I put a little bit of whipped cream on there and I shook a little bit. Um, I had an old container that had hardly any cinnamon left in it and I filled it just with um, dry powdered cocoa and I sprinkled some of that on top of the uh, whipped cream Excuse me. It came out really good. It was actually very delicious. But uh, these people, every, you know, every 15 minutes, they're having hot cocoa because whenever there's um, uh, like an awkward part in the conversation or they don't know what to do next, let me make you a hot cocoa. Let's avoid that awkward kiss because someone just walked in on us. We need to make hot cocoa now hysterical what else happens oh we get you know snow angels um throwing snow at each other ice skating when was the last time you guys went ice skating I didn't know people really did that anymore but I guess they do I guess if you live in Manhattan there's lots of different places to go ice skating in the winter in the city I used to go ice skating when I was a kid but I don't even know that those places freeze over well enough to skate anymore global warming I have no idea. Um, My mom gave my ice skates away this summer, this Christmas time to someone who needed them. And I was really happy because you know what? Those ice skates were 40 years old. So if someone can slap them on and make them go on ice, more power to them. Where do you even get your ice skates sharpened? Like who does that anymore? You don't take it to the shoe shop, right? You got to have grandpa or uncle Ted out in the backyard in the shed with his thingy the what do you call it stone sharpener or something I don't know what you call that thing but um and actually my dad would sharpen our skates when we were kids because he knew what he was doing anyway so there's always going to be some um ice skating involved in these Swarmy Christmas programs and Every single room in the person's home that could potentially have a bare wall upon which decorations would fit shall be decorated. Right down to the people's pajamas, like in these programs. They're like full on Christmas. And if this happened in reality, it would take you, now I'm going to be a hypocrite here, it would take you months to take down all your Christmas decorations. And I am here to confess, it's January 23rd, my Christmas tree is still up. But that's like the only decoration I put up except for some lights around my front window and the inside. But my Christmas tree came out really nice. It's a fake tree. But the ornaments and everything look really pretty. And it's the only light that I have in my living room at night. And I like how the, I did the color scheme and it matches my living room. And I, I don't know when I'll take it down. I might leave it up for the rest of the year. As long as the lights continue to come on, we'll see. But that's it. I mean, it's subtle. It's one. It's like a one thing. These people—they got nutcrackers on the bedstand and wreaths on the inside of the bathroom door, and they got garland lining the toilet seat, and you know they got pumpkin-scented apple pie, friggin' cinnamon-scented water being flushed down their toilet, and uh. It's craziness. And they just do that so that there will be a stark comparison with the person who's Scrooging during the program. So they're romantic Christmas holiday movies. So there's going to be romance. There's going to be awkward. And and if it's a guy and a girl, one of them, there's always um, a suspicion that the person you just saw them hug is really their girlfriend that came back to Christmasville after being away recording music in Tennessee or at the Grand Old Opry or whatever. I don't know, Graceland. I don't know. Where do you go to record music? So anyway, and there's, so there's always something that's seen and mistaken and, um, turns out to be oh well yeah I know Janie just came that hug that you saw was just her saying goodbye and it's never going to work out between us and and wishing me luck and she's moving to Europe to finish her modeling career or write her novel or she's really a princess from a foreign country and she's going back to her country because her father the king Is very ill and she has to take over the obscure country in Switzerland that you never heard of like um, Snowflake Land or Frostburg, which is actually a city in in Florida and Maryland. (laughs) So it wouldn't be Frostburg. Frostisland, or something like that. So, the other thing about these romantic Christmas, schmarzy, swarmy, schmarzy Christmas programs is that um, you can tell just the way the shadows are cast on the characters and the scenery. It's hot as hell where they're filming these things. And it's fake snow. Because the sun is far too high in the sky and it's far too sunny out. It's just not sunny like that in snowy places in the winter time. And that ruins it for me. And they either have no you know, they're acting like it's cold, but there's no like you can't see their breath, or the people have dry ice in their mouth and there's too much breath coming out. Like there's no, maybe this all comes down, as I alluded to before, the editing. I don't know. Maybe they're all filmed in Big Bear and maybe that's really what it is like there in Northern California in the snowy places. It's sunny all the time and it snows the same time the sun's out, etc. Very interesting and all the characters have perfect teeth and most of them do not have brown eyes that goes for almost all movies if you start paying attention to it you will see that many of the actors and actresses do not have flat out brown eyes they usually have blue eyes or hazel eyes um you might want to pay attention to that. It's just as an aside, just an FYI, most of the characters have blue eyes. And they all look like people that, you know, are, the women all look like people who are advertising Hanes undergarments in the Coles catalog, the Coles ad or the Macy's ad. Like if you lined all these actresses up, they look almost identical. Um... And they sort of kind of behave identically too. Like no one's really flying off the handle. These are like girls, like, why can't they make one of these holiday romantic movies with like girls from New Jersey? Because it would lend a totally different aesthetic to the whole feel of the movie. And it might be funnier. I'm not saying that to make fun of people at all, but they're just, you know, uh, these people are just so dry. It's kind of like when you get the training videos for work for like safety and, and workplace harassment, and you have all of these characters, and they're wearing very nondescript clothing, like the gray suit and the business pumps, and a white button down blouse, no earrings, no jewelry. It's like, where did these people come from? They're like from Canada, they're, it's, they're, just uniform. Um they could be they look like they were just pressed out of a machine and shot out. Um they all have very similar expressions on their face and they all use the same kind of makeup. They all have very matte kind of looking I don't know what's up with that. And the men, most of them have way too much product on their hair. I'm not complaining. I'm just observing. I've been watching these things. I must have watched 50 of these things. Now that I have my Fire Stick and actually they're on YouTube um so that's where I've been watching them. Um but that's what I've observed. And um Yeah, lots of lo- lots of princes looking for a princess or a queen um very a la Meghan Markle kind of stories that are so few and far between. If you let your young girl, daughters watch this, it, it's 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 almost as bad as letting them play with Barbie. Because a very small percentage of girls are going to grow up and look like Barbie, and we all know this. So. And I'm not saying Barbie's a bad thing. I do believe that Barbie needs to be a little bit more diverse to be relatable. Because, you know, know, maybe like 4% of all women look like that and have great plastic surgeons. And um, so that makes these programs a little less believable. Um, But anyway... That's my take on the Christmas programs. I don't mean to be negative. I've been watching them, so I got one on right now, and I'm enjoying it. Um, <laughs> and it's the end of January, so I don't know when I'm going to be over it because every day when I get done watching my soaps and I go and pop YouTube on, there's another one that I have just kind of like, you know, the interweb is fishing and paying attention to my every move. So they're like, oh. Valerie's watched a few of these over the last couple of weeks. We need to feed her some more, and we need to keep her watching these programs. And, you know, Alexa is just dumping all this information back into the interweb so they can just give me more and more of these cookie-cutter girls with the cookie-cutter scenarios in the cookie-cutter... Winter villages doing the cookie cutter things with their cookie cutters and their Christmas cookies and their hot cocoa. That's all I have to say about any of this. I hope you found some of it entertaining. If you're so inclined, feel free to support my, my uh, podcast. The link is, more information is within the link that you'll see. But I appreciate you checking in. And I hope you all are having a fabulous day. I promise I will try to do better. I just have had a lot going on since my, I last posted, which I actually think was um, lost wages when I was out in uh, Vegas. So that was November. I had all of December, all the holidays, had traveling that I did. And um, in my next episode, I'll tell you about um, the firemen because I had to have firemen at my house several weeks ago. That was big excitement. So just be thinking about and wondering about what that could possibly be about. And I'll give you an update on that. Anyway, hope whatever you're doing today, everything works out well, sending good vibes your way. Talk to you soon. Ciao.